The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I threw it up. <laughs> This episode of Driving While Awesome is brought to you by Battery Tender. We often get asked what you should bring on a rally or a road trip, what kind of gear, tools, etc. And honestly, I don't even have to use this ad copy because I own one of these and it is something I bring everywhere I go. But Battery Tender is now making a thousand amp jump starter and these are awesome. You can throw away the jumper cables. It fits in your glove box. And on a single charge, you can jumpstart 30 vehicles. On top of that, you can charge your phone and other devices with it. It's got a flashlight. fits in your glove box. Pretty sweet. BatteryTender.com. And if you use the code DWA20, you'll get 20% off your entire order. They have solar chargers, trickle chargers, all that stuff. Uh, even waterproof, weatherproof chargers and uh, maintainers for your battery. And I know most of us have a few extra cars that could use this stuff. So batterytender.com. They've been around since 1965. They know what they're doing. These things are safe. They work. And uh, you get a discount. So for being a listener of Driving While Awesome, use DWA20 at batterytender.com for 20% off. And we appreciate them sponsoring the podcast. All right. Enjoy the show. See ya. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. And I'm Brian. And it's Thursday. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Uh, how you guys doing? Hanging Shoot, in there? I was going to ask you, dude. Well, that's fine. That's fine. I'm used to it. Um, you guys look good. You feeling good? Look good. Feel good. Feeling good? Feeling great? Yeah. Just like Mark Wahlberg. I'm just getting that's by right, right yeah. now. Just getting by, you know? Hippie what? speedball or what? Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, as a matter of fact, they, that's exactly what's happening right now. Cheers. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Lane, are you drinking? I'm what doing are those? a little Lacroix. Saint Ives special brew. Doing, huh? Um, I'm doing a or sorry, a Lacroix White peach pear. Ew, that's not a good flavor, is it? Oh, I love it. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why you fucking default to that's not a good flavor. Ew. Fake peach. <laughs> fake peach usually is not a good uh, drink flavor. My I my mean, personal preference. Uh, I, I don't peach? like uh, yeah, peach don't schnapps. Oh, Snapple's iced tea. Peach iced tea is oh. pretty good. Hmm. That's pretty good. Have you guys yeah. uh, then, paid any attention to whether or not Odwalla is completely obsolete now? Or have you guys found it? Totally gone. Gone. Really? Poof! It never existed. Boom! What What are you even talking about? Dang! I haven't yeah. I haven't been to a gas station uh, to to see. <laughs> uh, that's typically yeah. where I get my Odwalas. I haven't seen them in a few months, and I've been looking. Dang! Even places that still have the Odwalla fridge empty or the like mm. the drawer or the shelf in their fridge says Odwalla. No, but you know who's stoked right now is Naked Naked oh. Juice, which I don't rolling. I don't want to really. I don't want to talk about right now, but uh, them and there's another one. It's like a Willamette juice or something like that. Will I am those guys? W- William am I? No, never mind. Will I am? Will I am? Is what Will I am juice? It's like <laughs> really it weird looking and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounds like shit when you drink it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds you like auto- <laughs> you burp in auto tune. Is that what happens? Yeah. <laughs> nice. No. Um, yeah, so no Adwala, I'm sorry to say. But um sad, dude. End of an era. Pretty bummed about that. What can yeah. you do? Well, um I, I had a look. I mean, you guys watch Formula One. Um a lot of these sponsors, right, like are from different places in the world. So like we don't know who the fuck Husky Chocolate is because that doesn't really have a presence here. So I had to look it up and Husky Chocolate is basically like a like like muscle milk, but it's chocolate milk, you know, like um ah, so it's the vitamins husky. and it's it's like a protein chocolate drink. Uh which kinda sounds good because my go to for Adwala was the uh the protein chocolate milk. So Maybe I'll Shake. like it. Oh, okay. Shake. How dare you? That that's been around 
I've never seen Husky though, in the US. Right? I mean, you can't Husky help be discovering this now. Well, what? no, I'm just saying just... The, the the idea of a chocolate sure, protein yeah. drink yeah, is sure. like, but, that but, goes back. Like, that's your entire life. Yeah, that's but I, I, I only went with Odwalla up until now. It's been my go-to, but now I'm looking for alternatives, um, and I found that I just discovered that just Husky try. is sort no, of No, dude, that, I know. think... Uh, Try creatine. I think that's supposed to be <laughs> creatine. Good. No, 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 no. <laughs> what was that Rob Schneider movie where it was like uh, um, the animal? I remember yeah. he took like it was all about um taking like it was like uh, beaver beaver milk or something or uh, <laughs> what was the animal, dude? It was some weird, and he turned into like the animal. Remember that? I thought he was a goat kind <laughs> of. Though, wasn't it he? Like was like a, a muscle milk type thing, but it was like <laughs> it was like. Beaver sperm or, or something. Not a beaver, but uh, groundhog. It, I'm pretty dog. sure that Art Art just needs to get on some slim fast. Oh yeah, or insure, yeah. right? Yeah. Insure might be might do the trick, right? It's a shake in the morning, a shake in the afternoon, and then a sensible dinner. Okay. And I think oh. you're you've been put on Wait, the pounds lately. They included lately, the sensible noticing. dinner as part of the program. I don't know. No, they would uh, advertise what you should make. You know, oh, it's like okay. three green beans and like one chicken leg, and they're like, there you go. No, nice we're food, not, not dark food meat for dude. the day. Chicken uh, yeah. boneless breast, dude. Oh, there boneless you go. You're skinless. right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> boneless skinless. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Come on, um, dude. So, anyways, this is a podcast about cars. So, um, this Friday we're going a little. Uh, well, at least I know I'm going. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but uh, gonna have lunch at Alice's. So, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I'm not doing anything. I live in the Bay Area. Come join us at Alice's restaurant for lunch Friday. Um, what time is and, lunch at, Warren? 12-ish. And uh, the way you would know about that earlier is if you were a patron of the podcast. So on Patreon, you can, uh, for a very reasonable fee, get exclusive content and invitations to stuff like this, including our rallies, first crack at the rallies, discounts, stuff like that. So uh, also Dirt uh, 2.0, I believe, has been in progress or over. I don't play it, of course. I think it's ending tomorrow, maybe, the last round. I was looking at it for but... sure. Monte Carlo. Mm. Um, yeah. I already did it, and um, I pretty much flailed really poor. I did pretty poorly. But That's poor. a, Did you just say Monte fun. Carlo? Yeah. That's like probably like the most difficult, I imagine, right? It is, and yeah. Is it weather super too? difficult, dude. Is it's, it oh, icy? It's ice as ice, yeah. dude. Yeah. You ice can't is, even turn. Like ice. You have to use the e-brake. Oh, and boy. It's so gnarly. Um, but I, uh, the, there, we always do four different... What do you call those? Four different areas and four there stages. Are events. Each. Four, so there events. Are four events, four stages each. At each event, each events. Yeah. So yeah. the first one on the first event, first stage, terminal damage, like hit a tree at 80 miles an hour. <laughs> oh. And I couldn't do like the next th- four, three. And it puts you out of the whole like thing. Your mindset's kind of like ruined, you know, because you're basically playing catch up after that. Yeah. And there's great. these guys in there that are talking about how like they've broken the world record on something, and so it's kind of crazy, dude. Mm. Who, what? Who's saying Liam, that? Liam, Liam, um, he, Liam Hill, I believe. K Cahill or Cahill? something? Yeah, which is K. Yeah, so he like said, "Oh, this has this round where I broke the world record on it or something." So, oh, you, know, you guys are. We fucked, got some yeah. little. We got some. Got some experts, ringers. The old world record, yeah, I'd yeah, say yeah. so. That's uh, yeah. pretty good. And uh, right. for, Big Fat Flip hit me up. He um, tore his meniscus jumping in a jump house with his kids. Ouch! So oh. he's having surgery, I think today. today. So he couldn't finish the rally, and he was all bummed. <laughs> like, so he hit me up, and he said my career is over, and you know he was pretty pretty depressed. Dang. So, oh so yeah, good luck he, to him. He, he made. Well, yeah, his uh, recovery uh, might not include playing video games or use pedals. The doctor said he can't right. drive for a few weeks. He can, like, walk yeah. on it right away, like, you know, hobble around, but he can't. The The action of moving your knee like that. With, well, so yeah, with the doctor push. said Although he you can, can fake drive? Yeah, I know. You can one-foot drive. You can one-foot it. Yeah, maybe you can one-foot oh, it. Oh, Yeah. And yeah, yeah. If it's of his left, if it's his he'd, right, though, that'd be tough. He'd still beat me. I'm sure of it. Oh, for sure, dude. He'd yeah. probably beat me too. He says, yeah. um, "Big Fat Flip says on our Instagram, uh, he's going under the knife today, like you mentioned, uh, knee surgery, thanks to a bouncy house. What has been your gnarliest injury? 
So I, I will start not, not gnarliest, but, um, when I was like 14 years old, I was at my friend Raven's summer house, Klamath river, and we made a potato gun. It was about a huge pipe that you, we set on a sawhorse and you would shoot it off across the yard. And the only way you got a good blast was if you put kind of like a, a sponge behind the thing you were shooting. So it was like a really tight, tight uh, seal there. And on the mm-hmm. bottom of the pipe, we would fill it with a handheld torch. You would just let the gas go in. Shh, and then you'd click, boom, shoot it out the cannon pretty far. So, mm-hmm. you know, as, you this is through, 4th of July, too. a lot of sponges, dude. Well, you just of... use the same one. Use the same one. You push it down there. and You got to go collect it? Yeah, okay. you got to go collect it. That's part of it. Okay. So we, we ended up making, like, cans with a nose cone on it full of rags. And it was like we'd shoot these things out, out this pipe. But we got kind of cocky, and we got to the point where I was loading as he was filling with gas. <laughs> so you see where, this, see where this is going. Oh, man. Uh, loading the potato gun, and as I'm just about to pull my hand away, he pulls the trigger. Oh. The stick I'm using to push down there goes like 100 yards. My hand stops the nose cone of the can, Ooh. and oh. it bounces back into the can. Ooh. And I went, oh, shit, shit, oh, fuck. I thought my thumb was gone. I looked down and it hit right between the webbing between your index finger and your thumb, like square. I looked down and it's just like a gush of blood just pouring out. Dang. So Ugh. long story short, it, it went down as an accidental gunshot wound. I will have you know. All right. So uh, that's on my record. <laughs> and uh, a couple of stitches later, all is well. But uh, wow. that was You shot that was me. Fun. You shot me. <laughs> I thought my thumb was gone. It was like, I don't even want to look down right now. That is yeah. Wow. That's bad. That's so I always had uh, it over him. Yeah. I have another yeah. hand story. That's that's my gnarliest one. Uh, knock on wood, haven't broke, broken any bones. Uh, all my tendons are intact still. But um, when I was in high school, um, I I was visiting a friend of mine, and he, his his room was upstairs, and his family and I are super were super cool at the time, so I literally would, would just like walk in. I wouldn't even lock. So I walk in. Uh, I say what's up to his mom, um, and I, I'm like, oh, where's where's Carlos? He's like, oh, she, he's upstairs. Um, and I heard as I'm walking up the steps, the reason I brought down that I'm downstairs or brought up that I'm downstairs is I heard like almost like jumping around in his room, like it was like he was fucking dancing or I don't know what the hell he was doing. And um, and so I I opened the door just normally, like I you know there was enough space, and at, it was kind of like the matrix as i opened the door he was coming at me swinging um a box cutter and uh and, and yeah what? And, and and so i i went back literally lean <laughs> lean back like the matrix my my head goes back my right hand sticks out as i'm leaning back went through three fingers um and he stopped. He was playing fucking ninja or some shit in his room. Like, you know, we were like, this 14. Is, life, this is, this is freshman year, like Arlo. freshman year in high school. And he's like, yeah, same as, same with me. Dragon Ball Z, right? Um, or whatever the fuck it was. And so, so he's like out there, you know, swinging knives and shit. And so, um, I, I fucking, he goes through my index finger, uh, middle finger and my ring finger. And the, the, we both stopped. We froze and we looked at each other like, Oh fuck. Right. And so we looked down. And kind of like what I've described, it was kind of, but it was like a huge, like globule of blood. It wasn't like squirting. It was yeah. like this big fucking drop. Yeah. And then after that, it was squirting. And, and so I had three, I can't remember if it was three or four stitches on my index finger, but it was, it, it basically looked like a, like an exploded hot dog from, uh, you know, with a microwave too long. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, okay. so I had to grab, okay. uh, uh, I, I walked downstairs holding a freaking towel, like a bath towel and just kept it low key. And so and, not. Not a grilled hot dog. Not a grilled hot dog. We're talking exploded uh, microwave. Uh, oh, so yeah, yeah. yeah. And then went to went to, went to straight to the emergency room. But um, that that is the gnarliest one for me. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, That's so weird. Tweaking dude. out on ecstasy yeah. and <laughs> flying around with blades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crouching tighter, tiger hitting ninja. I, dude, I mean, I, did you get? Didn't you guys feel like you you wanted to crouching tiger hitting pepper? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
Whenever, you know, whenever you're a kid and you watch these movies, like I remember even watching Bloodsport with my older cousins, and like we got out of there fucking flying and kick I fighting know, but, and you know, oh yeah, you yeah you always <laughs> want to. I mean, you're using halfway through, you're doing that shit. You're like pausing it to go out and fight in the yard or something. So, but right? usually you have like a uh, like a water gun or a piece of cardboard. You don't actually have a knife, yeah, or I a mean, real or, gun. Or you'd, have also, a, or you'd have a friend, right? Like a friend. You're, you're exactly. not doing it in your room, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah but how yeah. do you get the moves right if you're not practicing? Yeah. Yeah, maybe he was well. He but fucking practice with a real right? box. Yeah. Practice with a friend. No, no, you got to come. You got to come ready. If a friend's with you, then you have to know the moves a little bit. So I, I don't, I don't really, really blame him. But, yeah, right. Oh, Solo. I think I, once you hear someone coming into your room, I blame though, him. Jesus I blame Christ. Carlos. I definitely yeah. blame him. You blame him. I mean, yeah, it, why does the knife need to be out of the fucking thing? He could have just kept it in the. That's what I'm thing, saying. Right? Why do you need a knife? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I don't well, know. Nobody was in there with him. At that? Fuck, that's yeah. nobody was in there with him, so he had so free reign of his room. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and, one of the, and also, by the way, it's on me. I, I think I prefaced the whole yeah. story by my casualness and not knocking on doors. Like if I would have knocked. You know, he, yeah. uh, you know, who knows what he was doing in there, giving him some privacy, as they say. Um, and um, then he, you know, he would have put the blade down, and then we could have practiced ninjas <laughs> with I, other. I with still other don't. Things. This scenario still bothers me that like <laughs> you walked in the door. Like I don't understand why you would open the door and be like, "Oh, this fucker's like dance fighting." Like I'm gonna like stick, and you just walk towards him when he's swinging this light knife. Dude, but it's like a video game. He he got to the boss, so he had to go in there <laughs> yeah, and fight so. him. I mean, exactly, yeah. I, I, I felt so dance heavy. fighting vibes, and I'm like, I got this right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All of a sudden, you had a flat cap Kangle and like some Adidas on. Adidas, yeah, yeah that's that's right. heavy, dude. Um, uh, do you guys want to add a story here? Yeah, about- I have a dude. I'm trying to. Oh, so one of mine. It's not like the gnarliest thing I've ever done, but it, the 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 later on thing. So I was fifth grade. I was riding dirt bikes down by a river. Yeah. And, um, I stacked going, doing, hitting some little jump and I stacked pretty bad and, uh, you know, whatever I was bleeding and I had some scrapes and stuff and, and my knee really hurt. And I was like, I was all right. And I went home and like the next day my knee was still hurting and I went and I had a bath to like soak it. To, like, yeah, and, you did. And I'm like yeah, pressing around it and a twig came out of next to my kneecap that was like an inch long dude nasty like i pushed this twig like a out. wood chip yeah. Here. Like, oh yeah, yeah you're so lucky you took that bath because if that thing stood stayed oh my there, god oh dude my yeah god so that was that yeah. was kind of that was kind of a gnarly one but it didn't require stitches or anything or maybe it would have but i didn't get stitches so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you just put your bandana um, on there Threw some Brian's, vodka in there. You have, you have a story. Right I, dude, by the way, Lane, sorry, but, uh, my, uh, my recorder just ran out of battery. Can That's you hear me? We're recording. Yeah. yeah. You're fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, wait, I, your my, actual recorder, your, your task. Game? Yeah. It, it was, it was plugged into the battery thing that says a hundred percent and it just shut down. The bus power did not work. I don't know what it was. Uh, lesson learned. Uh, yeah, my, I mean, my most expensive injuries were I, I tore up my ACLs on uh, two different occasions. Uh, so, and some meniscus. So, you know, I feel Jeez. for, um, big fat flip here. Uh, uh, but my gnarliest one, I think was I was late to skateboarding, learning how to drop in to a half pipe up in Hoffman Bay. It was like five foot. Um, the whole thing there is, you got to just commit. You got to just, you know, lean in all the way. Otherwise you slide out on your tail and bump your head or whatever. So I fully commit leaning all the way forward, but I'm also somehow leaning forward, uh, like in the other way too. Uh, so I fall straight from the, from, from the drop in spot straight onto my chin at the bottom. Oh. And I get up and I'm like, you know, my bell's kind of run. Cause that's like, kind of a long fall to go straight to your chin <laughs> and so i'm like kind of shaking it off and i look around and i see pablo like up at the top and i'm like Ugh. and i feel my chin and i i run my finger right here through this <laughs> and pablo almost pukes because he's because my my chin that's like that skin stretched super tight and so I filleted it open. So it's like a big old ah! thing. And I just run my finger right <laughs> through the friggin' ah! thing. 
So I ended up needing like 15 stitches, like two rows, like the inside ones and then the outside ones to close it up. And Whoa. it was like a whole drama thing. Like Evan Schmidt, he was driving me to the ER there. And I was like, it was one of those scenarios. I was sitting in the passenger seat and uh, my, my vision was just like closing in like end of movie, you know, when they do that shot and the vignette gets, more and more so then you know everything just goes to the end and so so i could feel like the the black like kind of closing in and so i was like telling evan like oh here's all my stuff and i like with heavy breathing i like was able to like come back but so i never actually passed out but it was it was dicey and yeah this was was like uh, last last month yeah yeah this was last week yeah i'm good now (laughs) no yeah i don't think I don't think it was freshman year. I think it was probably like junior year. So it was probably like 20 years ago, 18 or something. Yeah. yeah. 16, 17, 18, something like that. So you got to get a scar out of it. Yeah. I think I still have it. I, I still, my beard uh, growth is pretty patchy in general, but it definitely doesn't grow over that zone. That doesn't help. So no, no grow zone. Ben Rogan says, what's the best car to drive away from or be, or be driven away from a wedding in? Ooh, let's start. Yeah. This. What did you first drive question? Away from your are you wedding? are you dri- driving or are you dri- being driven? That's I guess the first question. Well, I, let me um, ask you guys something. Also, by default, classy wedding vehicle does it have to be a convertible? I feel like it does. No. How do you guys no, feel about it that? Doesn't Most of the time, a, it's you not. Can like a, you can be in a Rolls Royce or something. Yeah, big big uh, fancy sedans and would be Dude, totally I'm, acceptable. I, I'm pretty stoked to say that my uh, my vehicle was a Toyota Land Cruiser FJ70, the pickup, the four door oh, right. pickup, right? Four door, right. four by four. Um, you know, wow, yeah, rugged, yeah, classy. I was a Vanagon Vanagon out of uh, Yosemite, so that's I was cool. There you go. Drive. I had to drive, but yeah. I think I would prefer to not be driven. Well, yeah, I'd prefer uh, to drive. You drive, and, yeah. You like I do drive? like a 250 SE. Uh, Convertible or something. Uh-huh. I think that'd be pretty nice. I think, go, I think it's chauffeured. What's Jaguar that? XKSS. Me driving. I would be stoked on that. Oh, racing. A little bit classy. Not very comfortable for the bride, maybe. Yeah, or you. For anybody. Yeah. Anybody, <laughs> really. I mean, all the guests, <laughs> right? Like the side the exhaust, like getting all the photographers and everything. Yeah. You get, you get like, I think they had, didn't they have a luggage rack on the XKSS? I feel yeah, like they I did. Like maybe you could fit one piece of yeah. luggage on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. All right. I'd okay. go, if I'm Let's driving, um, I'm doing a uh, 300 SL Roadster. I want it with white walls and that light green metallic. Super classy. Mm, that's good. Ooh, yeah, I love that light color. green metallic is rad. That's a great, great color. With green interior or what? Green interior for sure. Plaid. Ooh. What did you say, Warren? I would like to be chauffeured in a 1930s-ish Bentley Continental Sedanka. It's got to be a Sedanka. You had to go Sedanka because you want the the fenders, right, with the flowy fenders. No, no. I mean, that's that's body styles varied depending on who. Or am I it, thinking? Is that Sedanka? <laughs> I forget. Well, yeah, Sauchik is a bodybuilder. <laughs> He's super buff. Um, but a Sedanka is like a Targa. The the chauffeur, it's open roof, and then you have this kind of kind of cove you can sit back in but you're still pretty open air so it's kind of a convertible uh kind of a you know hey, i remember that at rm auctions there was that newer bentley sedanka it's like that remember that blue one oh in, so yeah. it has Scottsdale? Like, yeah i gotcha gotcha okay so, it, it so has, it's like look in up, the back it has like a section um, yeah. yeah it's like a targa in the back though basically and some had dividers so it really felt like you're in this kind of cocooned space back there but look up uh like a 30s coach built sedanka that's what has to happen. The I SC. Like so I would go Duesenberg, a Model J, Ooh, and those have the jump yeah. seat, the little rumble seat. I guess it's called in the back, right? And so you don't want to, you don't want an SJ. I don't know what an SJ is. I just, I, okay, I was looking at, I, ha- I literally had to look this car up because I'm like, all right, I know it's a Duesenberg, and I remember that it has the little. Yeah seat in the back that's separate from the cabin as you're describing yeah. but it's so Same fucking idea. cool looking though like just in terms a of rumble seat yeah it's like so, so i mean it's 540k classy as fuck. mercedes yeah, 540k. Yeah, 540k, exactly, same, but that's too, same, too... Same idea. It's too uh, too Nazi, though. But why does Art get two cars? Oh, I thought we were doing both. I think he said drive, yeah. drive or chauffeur. He had two, uh, two choices. Oh, one was drive, one was chauffeur. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Paul Mitchell said that the best car is the one with the bride in it. So oh, that's a good call. That is important that for you. All right, moving on. Uh, Richard Chen says for your daily drivers, remove every ding or dent and look nice or leave them as is and live carefree. This is a good question. Oh, man. I, like a, I would like a clean daily driver for sure. Mm-hmm. My wife, like, I don't think she could maintain that. So she will retain. And you're dents. not. It would get expensive. And you're not going to. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I like it. I like a clean one. Yeah. So no dents, no door dings. You're getting them fixed right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daily. It's uh Hopefully you don't run into that problem too, right? Yeah, I had my rabbit for two and a half years. I never got a single door ding or anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I. Well, this is one of those ones where you have to knock on wood. Just we don't want to tempt fate, but um, yeah, like I went a super long time uh, commuting in my Jetta, my diesel Jetta, and I don't think I got any dings ever with that one. Yeah. Dude, the so San Francisco is notoriously bad for this because a lot of the parking spaces yeah. are very narrow. So um, literally the first week I had my NSX, I went to Walgreens and I parked in the furthest spot all the way to the left, like basically as far uh, up against the wall. I could barely get out of the car um, and um, some freaking idiot um, so, uh, uh, to the right of me swung their rear door. It was like, um, you know, it was like a Jeep Cherokee or something into the side of the fucking car, like literally the first week. And I got a ding, you know, like, and, and it's aluminum and like all this other shit. I remember talking to the, like, even my PDR guy, I don't know if he was full of shit, but he was saying how it's like tricky to get those right. And like, um, he was working on my 2002 while he was looking at my NSX at the time. And I was asking him about that ding and he was trying to like make it seem like it was going to be a huge pain in the ass, but I sold it as is, but that was brutal. Super shitty. Yeah. I bought my daily driver, came with some scratches and you know some stuff and i don't feel as compelled to fix that because it was already done before me but if i were to do something i feel like i'd want to fix it is that is that weird that's kind of weird no that makes sense it's like i do want to get those fixed don't get me wrong but it's also also like well it's already kind of scratched and just the way it came sort of Mm. yeah yeah. you're less inclined because yeah you're kind of like used to those ones already exactly like the whole front bumper needs to be repainted because they like basically parked by braille and scratched Mm -hmm. underneath the the bumper and you can totally see it from the side so but do i really want to take the whole bumper off go pay to get it painted and stuff someday i will but just not as a priority on a daily yeah you'll probably get rid of it before that exactly uh daunt 320 says the one-day rally was rough on cars. Do you guys hop on repairs and maintenance ASAP or leave that car parked for a bit? Dude, I that think it's the, next, gonna... the next rally is kind of like the reason to when fix to it, it Whoa, a lot of times. Yeah. Warren's already jumping on. It depends. We'll talk about it, on it depends, right? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, it depends, depends on the when thing. When are you going to drive it next? What, what happened on the rally that you need to do? Yeah. Yeah, it totally depends. Yeah, that is true. But, um, like, I wanted to diagnose a problem that I had right away as soon as I had a moment. Like, I, I had mentioned uh, uh, hesitation um, under full throttle. And, um, you know, I knew I, I was at least assuming it was a fuel delivery problem. And I immediately pulled the fuel filter off. Like, I think it was the next day. Uh, and I checked for flow and see if it was okay. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I already talked about that. But, uh, that was one thing I also did have, I didn't mention it, but, um, I did have an exhaust rattle in the back and, uh, there was a, it's actually a hard mount back there. It's a, it like, it, it's a metal hook on a metal, um, provision, I guess, little loop on the car. So I think they did that wrong. Um, and, uh, yeah. what I ended up doing is, uh, at first I thought it was my top mount, uh, the, the shock top mount in the back. I was like, shit, did I just like blow one of those out? Cause it was like, as I went over bumps, it sounded like that. You know how it does that little rattle. Um, and I, I actually put a, uh, a, a piece of fuel hose over it on that metal hook and it went away. <laughs> so I'm going to leave it like yeah, that. You should have a, you should have <laughs> a, some kind of hanger or something. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely. weird. It's a metal yeah. hanger that was welded onto the OEM muffler and it's hooked. That's onto fine. A, but it should have a hanger, like a rubber hanger between the, the body and that. I agree. Yeah. It, it's just like, it's just into the loop. Yeah. It's not, it's not, um, fucking, there's no rubber hanger between it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Interesting. I think as you said, yeah, you guys already said it, right? I mean, it's like, it depends on how, like, if it's something super, I mean, if it's a thing that can be Yeah, deferred. if it's some little, like, <laughs> if it's some little trim piece or yeah. something fell off, and then that's less, like, important. But if it, 
affects your being able to drive your car at all or or like for in your case your fuel pump i mean that's pretty necessary right? yeah you gotta yep. you gotta mess with it right ac too i checked my ac right away when i got home um, Eat with Navid says, I once sold a car because it was rattling too much and I couldn't fi- get it to stop despite all attempts made for fixing clips and fasteners and the like. It was an E30. I once also sold another car because I couldn't stand the seating position or adjustments. Second gen Prius. Do you have any weird nags that would or could force you to sell a car that you own or would own? So what are kind of like things that you can't live with that would e- maybe force you to sell a car? That's a that's a tough one. I don't know. Yeah, I I could definitely see that being an issue. A, a gnarly rattle that you can't yeah. find the source of. Oh, I have one. I have one. Uh, water leak, like from rain, that you for some reason can't figure it out, mm. or it's just constantly getting water in it. Mm. I would. I'm over that. If you have to do all the window seals and you know, tracking down moldy interior stuff. Ugh, I don't know if you've ever had a car like that, but that is so annoying. No bueno, especially if it's not a daily driver. It gets, yeah, bad quick. Yeah, for sure. Um, Depends on the value of the car, too. Kinda. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Any uh, electronic gremlins that would, like, drive you crazy? Like, how about a stereo that, I don't know. Stereos are so easy that you just either disconnect it or go get a fix, right? Dude, yeah, electrical could stuff like a, could be a bit it, like if you discover that there's a rat's nest of wiring, like the, somebody, some previous owner had started hacking around. That would be like serious question marks right. about how much you want to put into the car. Yeah, so that's like yeah, a like multiple. Stereos. You tie that into like an electrical drain, right? So it's like right. The the the, the symptom is electrical drain. The issue is rat's nest at some point, and it's like who? Yeah, you're. It's just one of those mysteries. Which three different alarms and three different stereos and yeah, well, like Art, his 2002 was too smelly for him. That's true. Yeah, but that's a that's a pretty big that's pretty big. I mean, well, I mean it's somebody, totally drivable, and people drive cars like smelly cars. You no, know, right, the time. right. But I'm saying that's not something he could live with as much as like a rattle. Yeah, it's annoying, but he's saying yeah. you sold it for a rattle. Seat position is more understandable because that's like some of your you know affecting the way you drive but more like kind of almost just annoying thing that you can't easily fix yeah um, i mean <clears throat> yeah i can see like some people talk about hummers how like a vertical windshield like it's like the glare is really oh, bad reflections. And, and so you buy it thinking you'll right. you'll really enjoy the car but you can't fucking see out the front window like or the windshield wagons I mean, too yeah, so yeah. I guess I can see how that would be an issue. Um, I'm trying to think, yeah, like, I mean, <clears throat> usually you, 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 like, with a newer car or something, like, you have enough time in it to experience something like this, but it could be, like, I'm thinking of, like, an Alfa Romeo, like, the, the Quadrifolios. They talk about how, um, I haven't driven one yet, but, like, the, the e-brake the is really bad. Like, it's really hard <laughs> to modulate at low speeds, and it's super grabby. Yeah, right. Like, that would be right. extremely frustrating, right? Like, driving around town, um, and I can see how that would basically you know, kill the deal for me. Um, unless you can reprogram it, but if you can't like that's, you're spending most you of your time driving around and, you know, uh, yeah. or even like traffic. So supposedly they like reprogrammed it in the newer cars, but it's still as bad for whatever. Oh really? Or like a bad, yeah. like, like shitty, like response of a, from a transmission or something like, you know, like, like mini Coopers are really frustrating that way, uh, with automatics. Yeah. Who's like making I, all the microphone noise, dude? Crazy. Oh, that was probably me. Is it still going? No, no, it's fine now. Um, I had mine set down. Uh, my daughter just came in and delivered a hamburger to me and a beer, and that's oh, very appreciated. Nice. So I set my wow. mic down. So you're out in life. Um, I'm tr- I'm trying to think. The only time I've sold a car because I was annoyed was ZR None, but it's like, where do you start do you with begin? that one? <laughs> like it was just <laughs> that was death by a thousand. Uh, chainsaw cut or something like like that. Maybe, uh, like by the time you got the third STD, you were like, all right, that's (laughs) That's it. Can't keep doing this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Bobby Reed with the cars says, do you have an opinion on the soft springs, uh, slash thick sway bars approach to suspensions? It's the best. I think it's the right way. My 2002. I kind of agree with you. It is very good. It's soft. It's rad. I wouldn't say soft springs. Uh, Yeah, I don't think soft springs. But not uh, I think race. balanced. I think you just want balanced. How, would, how right? would you guys describe it? Balanced. Well, soft, I would think, is almost like OE or even like more 
Well, I think I think it's the way I I see it is like what I have on my car and what I had on my 2002. It's like the Sport Spring. It's not H and R O E. It's it's H and R Sport with big sway bars versus H and R Race, right? Like Race is right. Well, and it also depends on the type of driving he's doing. I mean, I, I I agree with this with this approach, especially for the type of roads that we drive on and the type of driving. Yeah. We do. Unless it's a full on uh, track car. Right. Then, if yeah. I can see how it would probably, you know, it could get annoying like at Laguna Seca where, you know, you have a ton of lean and like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Maybe I haven't driven the car in that scenario, but, um, if it's for back roads, if it's for the street, mostly, um, it is a very, very good formula and, and I, I like it. I condone it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. And I, my um, E46, that's my strategy. And even on the, at Laguna, it, it's good, right? Because like part of the theory is you're throwing the big sway bars on and, and, uh, it doesn't lean as much, right? So there's some compliance, but it doesn't lean. So good recipe. Right. Yeah. Right. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, let's see here. Rothen Paul says, for cars with known faults or wear items or weak points, does that turn you away from ownership? He cites a few examples here, like his E63 with the M156V8 with an extremely low fail rate of the head bolts, but known nonetheless, or an S62 with rod bearings out of an E39 M5. Is that something that makes you not want to experience those cars? Keep up the awesome. Thanks, guys. Definitely. I mean, I think any of those big issues... Make you think twice about buying a, a car. Nine nine six nine eleven. That's I the mean, extreme, uh, though, right? Like yeah. I think, like where where is yeah. that? Yeah, but E forty six is a good one with the rod bearing. Um, yeah, or, or or you could say like suspension points on a E forty six or E thirty six. Yeah. Right? So is is this? I think uh, is this is buying a car that has not had those things done. Like, is that the idea? Like, you buy a car without that service. Does it deter you from buying it? I mean, I don't know. Uh, yes. Yeah, you could probably answer does. that question without clarifying that. Like, yeah, even if it's if, if it's fixed, is, are you still deterred just by? Not at all. I think like if it's if it's an S if if it's an E forty six M three, I would I would be sketched out, and I will not buy one if the rod bearings have not been done. If the rod bearings have been done, I'm totally fine with it. Um, nine nine six. I don't but want I think at that's all. saying it's <laughs> like, but I, you're saying if it's fixed. Yeah. But he's yep. saying knowing these issues exist. Exactly. Right? So that's my question, yeah. right? Like, and so yeah. it sounds like if that is, if you're basically buying into a car that has not had that sorted, right. Yeah. Um, then you'd have yeah, to get it. You so, just have to factor that into the cost. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You just budget for it. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't it's, deter me personally. I mean, it's like, yeah, I remember looking at, uh, uh, E90 M3s and it's like, known issue rod bearing stuff you know that's going to be two grand to twenty five hundred dollars worth of work add that on to whatever cost you're paying right uh and even if it's done like i feel like that's routine maintenance almost like after a certain number of miles um i don't think there was like just a fix like you just have to do it um but 996 being a different category altogether the ims bearing stuff is well known the poor porosity in the cylinder heads and whatever they use for those inserts, uh, that feels like a non-correctable issue that, you know, that's the bigger thing for 996s. Huge letdown, but, you know, I think that scares all of us. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think that's the kind of the short way of saying, yeah, you're not really looking for cars that have those big flaws, big no, you're trying flaws. to find the car with like no, the I'm totally smallest fine. flaws. Right? I'm totally fine yeah. with flaws as long as you can budget it in. But uh, yeah, right. But for 996, yeah. it's almost impossible. Nine, it, right? it, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's like how much does it cost to correct it? In that case, you have a flaw, and it costs fifteen thousand dollars to correct it. <laughs> yeah, and, and, then, and the car I mean, is fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, and the yeah. 996 is like the extreme case because it's almost like unfixable, right. basically. But um, right. there's yeah. a lot of almost every car has like that one issue or five issues that you kind of have to think about. Right. And like, like uh, even like a Corvette, like the, those engines have like issues, right. Um, they'll blow up at 60,000 miles for, I forget what the issue is, you know, they drop um, valves or something. I can't remember. Yeah. They drop valves and stuff like Tim had two engines go on his, um, Z06. And, uh, 
that's kind of like a known thing. So you kind of go into it going, okay, but I could, if that does happen, I could find another engine or right. You, know, you can open a catalog or, yeah. and choose who to buy an engine from. Right? Yeah, yeah. Have and you guys buy any that? BMW and it's like cooling systems are a problem and overheating yeah. can yeah. roach your head. Right. So, but yeah. you know, that doesn't deter me from buying BMWs. You just buy them and do that and you do it right. like you more often than thousand dollars every two years or whatever you know yeah yeah Yeah. exactly and uh it's just interesting that uh i mean we're just in that day and age gloriously we're able to look all this stuff up you know uh we can share information a lot easier so um we can all stay up to date but at the same time it's just like whatever over reporting on the news and everything it's like it can be like looked at as you know scare tactics and that sort of thing almost where it's like having too much information will scare people away from things. But dude, um, I had this, I had this conversation with my brother the other day with Travis. Cause, um, when I had my nine fourteen in high school, um, they have push rod tubes that hold the push rods. Right. And uh-huh. the tubes just have two little O rings on each side between the head and the, and the, the block. And, uh, those will leak over time, right? The seal goes bad and they leak. And yeah, they're laying on like, the side. It's like, yeah. yeah. And people would like fucking shove, you know, crap in there, like, um, whatever silicone and stuff. And, uh, there was no, no information like nine eleven. Actually, there was an aftermarket expandable push rod tube. So you could, you could like basically cut that one out, put this expandable one in and pull it out. So it's easy. So you don't take the heads off. Um, and there was no information about it. I remember being like so stressed about it and I was looking it up as much as I could, but we didn't have all these like resources we have now. And then I had to like find the guy to talk to. He's like, Oh no, you could just basically push it in, take, take the one out, push it back. You know, like you can do it without taking the engine apart, but you know, everything I had looked like Haynes manual basically said you had to take the engine apart. And like, that's mm-hmm. all we had at our, you know, disposal yeah. back then. Yeah. And, uh, it's like now we have everything and we know every single problem that everyone's ever had with a car too. So you are, if it does make you a little more like weary of buying a car or the issues, it makes you more knowledgeable too. But, um, maybe, maybe it's some of it's kind of bullshit, right? Too. It's like the, right. the internet. It's like the, the forum stuff where, yeah, um, it goes a little too far. It's very easy to see how it trickles yes. down. Like, Oh yeah, you know, you there is a fix, but oh, this certain year of nine fourteen has these O rings yeah, yeah, yeah. that go bad, and so avoid that year. And then all of a sudden, nine fourteens of that year plummet in value, yeah. and it's like it's not that big of a deal. You just do this expendable yeah. thing. Uh, real quick, since I did want to throw this in there, um, yay or nay on LS swapped nine nine six? Nay, nay. I'm yay. I wa I yeah. watch your dude. You should watch the guy I say that way. Why? Who, who's the guy that there's some dude who like is on YouTube and he's doing all these. Is it Hoovy or something? Oh, Hoovy. Yeah. Oh, Hoovy's garage. Hoovy's yeah. Hoovy's garage. He did it. <laughs> watch that. I watched. I watched. I, yeah. Like fifty percent of it, and yeah. it's enough where you're like, no way, dude. You're cutting the mm-hmm. rear the rear apart, and it's like, uh, it's just a ridiculous thing. It feels to yeah. me. And okay. I, I, I would be, and I'd be on the camp of like, oh, that's a great solution, right? I, I, I would tend toward wanting that to be a good thing. And when I watched it, I was over it. Did, uh, did I just he, don't understand it. Did he use Renegade hybrids? Like a Subi swap, maybe. Did he use Renegade hybrids? Subi swap. Do you know? Uh, yeah, Renegade's been making them for a while. Because it um, seems like it's pretty non-invasive, and it's all plug and play. They use harnesses. They have like integrated motor mounts and like subframes, and like every. It's all like it's a kit, just like these K twenty four guys. Yeah, um, but it's so expensive too. It's like it's like a, it's like just buy a nine nine seven point like buy a nine nine seven. Gonna be like well, or buy, be like a, buy a nine nine six G D three. No, it's. Like, 20 something. So I saw, I, I, actually, I actually priced it out. I think it was like 7,500 bucks for all the parts plus the engine. But then you have, I, I was, mean, I was at Renegade Hybrids talking to him and he said the average build is like 20 to 20, like basically 25. Because they're doing so it, it right? like while you're in there. I mean, yeah, if they do it, but yeah. like even if you didn't have them do it, it's still 20 grand, right? No, it didn't seem like it. Um, I, I priced it out. Well, it was, call it 15. Call, okay. Call it 10 at the very least. And so you're going to drop. You're going to buy one for what? The cheapest one you're going to find with a blown motor is going to be like five. You throw yeah. 10 
And then, so then you're 15 at the bare minimum and a decent amount of labor on your end, probably, uh, uh, for an LS swap. Oh, that's not including like radiators and stuff like that too. I, I don't, it seems like yeah, that's such a great minimum, package. Yeah. Like 996 is as a, as a, as a chassis, as a driver's car, like it's, it's a really awesome package. Yeah. And then you add like this fucking 400 horsepower NAV8 in the back. That's actually, dude, I'd rather, I, I mean, I'd rather see like a very heavy swap um, one. Whoa, gnarly. I have seen yeah, that in the tower, but, um, I don't know. It, I'll look, I'll check the Hoobies yeah, garage video out though. Like, I mean, I, I like the concept. Um, I think, um, you can, I remember build- just being around them. Like I went to Renegade hybrids a couple of years ago and, and, uh, being around a couple, there's a boxster and like seeing like they were ripping down the street and stuff. And it's just like, there's just kind of like, I got that like sensation of like, eh, that's why, like kind of like, uh, it's kind of lame. Like just buy a Corvette then. Rear engine. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think it would be more attractive if it was a lighter, nimbler engine, but I think a K swap, you're not going to get that much power unless you turbocharge it, right? No, you're only going to. Well, no, it would, you would be a drop in power, but it would be lighter. It would be like. What do you mean by lighter and nimbler, right. though? Like, what, what if, what if an LS, yeah. what if an LS, LS weighs as much or less than, uh, than the six that was in there? It Is probably that does weigh close. It does weigh close. I think it only adds like a hundred pounds or something. Whoa, that's more but, than I thought. Um, really? but it's not as low down, right? Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Um, Although the LS yeah. is pretty low for a for a V8, right? I mean, That's, and it's a pushrod yeah. engine, so yeah. you don't have a valve train up top. And so exactly. Um, yeah. But but uh, I don't know. It just kind of like it takes away from the whole, <laughs> the whole like smooth revving, like smooth revving. The whole nature of a ni- a nine eleven. I think it just kind of yeah, ruins it's totally it different. Me. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, a total hot rod. Definitely a different thing. So has anybody uh, seen an electric nine nine six? No, I mean, I've seen electric. I've seen nine fourteens electric. There's those Vaughn ones with the the engine that replaces the f- uh, flywheel. Oh right, right. Like, but I mean, oh right, right. But I think uh, if someone could master that little kit, obviously that'd yeah. be expensive for a while. Well, but I mean, there's old nine elevens, old nine elevens with a uh, electric. Yeah, that yeah. West yeah. Has done. That's right. You remember that uh, that nine eleven we saw, and I think it was a G body with. I think it was a Honda four cylinder in the back of it. Was it a K swap? And yeah. SEMA? Yeah, that was oh, what I was yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, that was uh it was yeah. a G body with a it was turn fourteen distribution, those guys. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. So it was really trippy to see that in the back of a nine eleven. Like a, an inline four that was uh longitudinally mounted. Yeah. Like pretty I like I like weird. that. I, I kind of like rad. that. It is kind of cool. And so, I think and it was, it all... was it supercharged or something too? So it probably put out some like 400 horsepower. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. Uh, just oh, so okay. you guys know, I had to look this up real quick. Um, so an LS completely uh, weighs less than a completely dressed three liter NA, um, 911 motor. So that doesn't make, I don't know, three liter NA. That's confusing. Cause what's the, a three liter? Who, what has a three liter? That's a great question. So it's the like reduced weight. Oh, wait a minute. And, this and is, is all, the LS I'm, I'm in fully the, dressed I'm in the also? Fucking, yeah, I'm in the... It, it, so <laughs> I pulled it up, and it's not the 996, because they do swaps for everything, apparently. Uh, so yeah, yeah. that doesn't help. Um, I want to see Dude, how much... And it I, doesn't even matter. It honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it doesn't even matter. It's like... Yeah. It, but anyways... Yeah. I, uh, watch the Hoobies Garage video, and, and I think you'll you'll probably agree. I or see hang it, out man. around them and see them go, and you're like, uh, kind of like... You know, like you're just like, oh, I'd rather just buy a Corvette I, or something. Yeah, I think exactly. That's my thought, Lane. I'm surprised to hear I'd it come out of your mouth. I'd rather buy a Z06 or something like that. Yeah, like, exactly. Why am exactly. I fucking 15 why grand. Am I doing this? Yeah, yeah, what do you want? Yeah, do you I want just a crack the, weapon? Like, and the E30 situation's rad because you're adding a lighter, revier, like more motorsports kind of engine to a car that didn't have that. But in this, you're you're putting a more like a, a more a a boring, a more boring engine, I would say. I love um, LSs. They're not boring power. at all to me. <laughs> they're so okay. fun. They're they're awesome. Well, um, I mean, okay, torquey, but you know, yeah, whatever. Uh, super awesome throttle yeah. response. You should they, get a Corvette, man. Should, I don't yeah, like Corvettes. Then, that's dude. what that's. This is Go exactly this is the solution. This is why I don't like Corvettes. I've already established that. Um, but this is now a Porsche, like a Porsche. <laughs> it's a 911, which we like, uh, with. A motor that I really like in the back that apparently doesn't add that much weight, and I don't know. It's it's a total hot rod, and, it, and that's what we're all talking yeah, yeah. about, right? It's like if you like, and it, you like it, you have their issues too, dude. So I don't know. Yeah, apparently so. Talk, talk I, to Brendan. I would, 
I would like to be supportive of this art, but unfortunately, it just. I need to see this video because it sounds like yeah, you you made it sound like there's some serious uh, issues here that I need to. So no, I mean, you could you I could just he... look at like the video six out of ten where he's got it up on the lift for the third time unexpectedly or something. Just watch that one, and I'm totally pulling that out on my ass. But it's like <laughs> that point where you know the 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 rose colored glasses have come off, and he's in the middle of it and he's doing things with the car that he doesn't, he didn't want to do. And, uh, he's just in too deep and spending more money than he was thinking and, uh, should have planned it differently. Like watch that video. That's really all the impression you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, When I was at Renegade, one of them broke and, uh, and, um, they just seemed, it seemed like way more than you, than like just looking at the, you know, the parts list and be like, Oh, this is this and this, and this is this. And it was like seeing what actually, what it actually took seemed like a lot more. Um, Meanwhile, but, hey, Art, you should check out the new autofocus. Larry Chen, there's a K swap E30 on the new autofocus. Oh, dope. Ooh, I want to watch that too. Um, it's so not a meanwhile, great one, but nine, nine, six LS swap. I'm, I'm not in, uh, but uh, I've definitely looked at sites. Um, talking about a uh, E46 uh, non-M car, E46 uh, LS swap, and that that's like pretty straightforward. All you need is a set of non-smog legal headers, and you can make it work. Um, mm-hmm. And that's like a proven chassis, front engine, rear drive. You can build it up so it'll handle the horsepower. And you know, I mean, they were racing the factory. E46 GT M3 GT or whatever that was with the, they had a special V8, of course, BMW, but, um, you know, it's kind of like a recreation of that in a, in a homebrew way. Uh, that, that seems like it would be a ton of fun. I'd be super in for something like that and there's space for it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're also dealing with a car that's, you could get for Two grand, or yeah, you know, the e- yeah, the sedan. Yeah, but <clears throat> isn't it like a lot of? It's just like more. Like, do you want all that? Do you need all that horsepower? Do you need all? Like, why not just get an E ninety two M three? Yeah, and do the rod with, with like a really yeah. cool. I think like some people just like having us having a project and then a, a unique vehicle at the end of it. They like talking yeah. about it. They like, you know, dealing with those quote unquote issues. It's kind of like the. It's the journey, Lane. You know, I know. I just live, feel, laugh, love. It just seems or like there's an, like a lot of cars that would like satisfy that itch without having to do that. Scratchy ones. Yeah, that's a podcast. That's it. Later. Ben. Later. Ow. Yeah, we weren't going to talk about the uh, that w- other question that you texted me about one. Oh well, I figure Art's kind of on a tight, tight uh, time frame, so I was trying oh, to keep okay, it budget. to an hour. Yeah, yeah, yep. Tight budget. Okay, budget. Peace. Bye. Goodbye. See ya. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store, early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, yeah. It really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast, and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.